Sales win rates have plummeted to a mere 17%, and outdated technology and tedious manual processes are to blame. Meanwhile, managers lack the visibility they need to hold their teams accountable. But imagine a world in which these crippling issues are solved automatically. Revenue.io automates the most frustrating parts of sales so reps can focus on what they do best, selling. Completely automate pre-call research, logging conversation data in your CRM, writing post-conversation recap emails, and prioritized outreach. And as reps book more meetings and close more deals, managers gain the real-time insight they need to scale what's working across their entire team. Ready to say goodbye to tedious sales processes and watch your win rate soar? Head over to Revenue.io to learn more. It's time to accelerate. Hi, I'm your host, Andy Paul. Join me as I host conversations with the leading experts in sales, marketing, sales automation, sales process, leadership, management, training, coaching, any resource that I believe to help you accelerate the growth of your sales, your business, and most importantly, you. Hello, and welcome to Accelerate. Joining me today is Tim Templeton. Tim is a veteran executive entrepreneur, consultant, international best-selling author and speaker. And among his books we're going to talk about today is called The Referral of a Lifetime, the networking system that produces bottom line results. Never make a cold call again. That's the promised land, right? For salespeople <laughs> all over. And certainly the promise of authors and experts who've written books about the power of referrals. And unfortunately, too many sales reps think that's enough just to sell something and then wait for the referrals to come rolling in. And it just doesn't work that way. You have to be very deliberate about how you go about gathering referrals in order to have the maximum impact and to build your pipeline. So my guest today, Tim Templeton, is going to provide some tips on how to build a referral machine that can drive your sales. Tim, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you, Andy. It's great to be on your show. I uh, do appreciate it. Well, thank you for joining us. So take a minute, introduce yourself. Tell us, yeah, how did the journey of Tim Templeton start? How did you start in sales and how did you end up where you are today? Well, I'll tell you, Andy, I, I've been a, uh, I, I don't know if the term serial entrepreneur is right, but in all the companies that I have started, uh, I always ended up hanging out in the sales department and the marketing department. And uh, in the, uh, the mid-80s, the late 80s, if you want to get your product uh, on a shelf at Walmart or Kmart, uh, you contacted me, uh, in, and my organization could head you in front of every buyer within inside 30 days for a yes or a no. I, I moved from that business. I did a lot in software and uh, Nintendo software and worked with Japanese companies and uh, I just didn't want to uh, release the next Street Fighter 48, and at some, some point, <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to get involved in some things that made a difference. So I authored my first book, uh, The Entrepreneur's Handbook, in 1992. I started consulting. In the mid-'90s, I moved to uh, San Diego, and uh, I met a, a fellow that uh, was very charismatic on stage. He had a background in real estate, and we formed a company. Uh, and basically went out and trained thousands and thousands of realtors on how to drive referrals. And so, uh, 98, he bought my interest out. I retained the intellectual properties and I wrote a book called The Referral of a Lifetime. And, and that was the first self-published edition, taking those proven principles and in an intellectual property and putting it in a process. Because at the end of the day, I'm a process guy. 
and and uh, but I wanted to have a book that everybody would read as well, and so. Uh, I was able to do that uh, self-published version. I was out in a couple languages, sold seventy thousand copies. Uh, Ken Blanchard called me. Uh, that was a that was a great day. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> Anyhow, he he loved I mean, the for people that may that don't remember Ken Blanchard, One Minute Manager, as well as just a, a yeah. horde of other best-selling yes. books. He's yes. written about business. Yeah, I, yeah, he's, he has over twenty million books in print. And anyway, he's a great guy on top of it. But on top of that, he. He loved the message because the message of the book and, and what I share today inside our system, it's all about putting the relationship first. And, and it's been my uh, uh, experience in working with, with thousands of people in this process, many, many managers, large companies and small, that uh, we tend to put the dollar signs on our forehead when we're out in business. And it's natural. There's nothing wrong with it, right? I mean, we're all looking at what we need to do for ourselves, but this book is about turning that around. You know, how do we put the relationship first, put systems behind it, uh, and then move forward. And, and so what happened is I did a revised edition uh, with Blanchard. Uh, it ended up as a lead publication in his, ser in his series, sold another 150,000 copies, and brought me to a lot of uh, large companies that I've incorporated, the principles we'll talk about today. And, uh, traveled the world speaking on it, and uh, uh, just this last year uh, decided to do this updated edition and uh, really update it, bring it up to date, uh, talk about uh, high-tech, high-touch, of still putting the relationship first to drive, now here's the key, to drive targeted, pre-endorsed, qualified referrals. Uh, and so that's the process. So I'm really excited about the new edition. I've added 25% uh, to the, uh, uh, the last edition, some new principles, and I'm having a lot of fun uh, sharing that uh, with people like you. And I got to tell you, th this, I, you know, I love your podcast, Andy. I mean, <laughs> you've got some <laughs> Thank rock you. stars. I don't know, you know, that, listen, that one interview, I actually listened to both interviews uh, with uh, Mark Roberge from HubSpot. I mean, over the top. I mean, so I'm really, I'm really honored and pleased to be part of the lineup uh, inside your uh, your show. Well, thank you, thank you. I mean, tell your friends. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Well, so yeah, you had several things in there that that I you know, want to talk about. First of all, is is yeah, I think that that this whole concept of putting the customer first, which seems sort of quaint on one hand, is you know, we sort of go through cycles where where we say, hey, this is important, right? It's like we remind ourselves every few years, remember, we got to put the customer first because there was solution selling and then customer-centric selling. And, you know, I can go through and name all these trends. But it's really, it's not like it ever goes out of favor. It is always and has always been, because this is a person-to-person -person business selling, it has always been important. And I think if anything, it's becoming more important now as we've introduced all this technology into the sales process where it's easy to automate so much where the vendors that provide these brilliant, sometimes very wonderful automation tools seem to think that, that the level of personalization of including someone's name is, is sufficient. <laughs> and, and it doesn't really break the barrier of, of you know this no-like, what I call the no-like trust equation, right? People yeah, buy from people they know, like, and trust. So, yeah, it seems like this this message is more important than ever. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you said 
you said something that that uh, is spot on, and that is some people think it's quaint, and and it's interesting because uh, in this last uh, edition, I, I finished uh, the first manuscript, I sent it out uh, through Barrett Kohler, and they have professional reviewers, uh, and then they give feedback, and and I take those very seriously mm-hmm. because I always want to make a better book, and right. and so uh, this one. Uh, a reviewer came back and he said, Tim, you know, he said, you talk about the golden rule. You talk about, you know, moving your business through that. He said, I don't want to sound like I'm uh, a Pollyanna, but he said, I really unpack this so that it works for me because I want to be able to work that way. And, and <laughs> that's what this book is about, Andy. It's, it's, it's about putting relationships first. Uh, and, and even if you're using HubSpot, if you're using uh, a Pardot, if you're using uh, uh, Marketo or any of the major uh, marketing uh, components that's sitting on top of your CRM to take your, your clients from qualified sales leads, you know, it's through qualified sale uh, prospects. At the end of the day, while you are doing what you said, while you're getting them to know you, like you, getting ready to buy at their time instead of yours, at the end of the day, that last step before the promised land to, first of all, become a client, uh, you have to build a relationship with them. They do have to meet with you and understand who you are, differentiate yourself. But then the process starts right at that process of the referral education. And that's what the referral lifetime is about, is how do we go through this process on the day that we meet a client, that we start the educational process is not only to differentiate ourselves, how we do business, but ultimately uh, where we're going to run in terms of generating referrals and why it benefits them. But it's all with putting the relationship first. It's, it's leading with that helping hand. And at the end of the day, all boats rise with the tide 100% of the time every day. And so it's a process. So if you can put that in just like the buyer's journey, what I uh, teach and preach are these processes that we put in. So we've got a really a high touch, a high tech uh, response. So we're able to have leverage with it and it's scalable. But uh, ultimately, you have a database of individuals with clients that, it, look, if you see them, you know, if, if you see one of your clients uh, at, at the supermarket and they look up at you, you don't feel embarrassed. You have to look away because you haven't put the relationship with them. The last time you talked with them was to, to, to sell them something that you received a commission check on. And so that's that's what this whole process is about. So Sure. So you, what what is the the start of the process? So, so. Well, I mean, yeah. referral, and, and let's maybe take a step back, is referral of a lifetime, I presume what you're referring to is it becomes a lifetime relationship with this customer. It, it does. And, and we talk about, uh, to give you a high-level overview of, of the process, you know, the first thing is is understanding the power of our database. And, and a, lot, a lot of those listening right now do. Uh, a lot don't. Uh, but your database, and let me state this, this is a very important statement. Uh, the the size of your database, and here's the key, the depth of relationship with each in it, both personally and professionally, has a direct correlation to your top line revenue and your profitability. Uh, 
So if if you get that, first of all, as you start to build, you know, not only your client list and your clients, but also those people that make money when you make money working with those clients, those other professionals that you're connected to inside the community. Mm -hmm. And so our first step in this is where we go is first understanding the value of that and putting some putting some processes behind that so that it's automated. And, And so that's our first step that I unpack in the book. Uh, the second uh, is then how do we set those up in groups so we, we fully understand uh, how to communicate in terms of the people that are most who have referred, most likely to refer, and the education of those people that you're just not sure of. So the groups, again, are, what are these groups? Uh, well, we have three groups, uh, and, and then they're set up by subgroups, but uh, the, at the uh, top of the uh, chart, are your A's and, and your A group in terms of this system, those are the people that have referred you in the past or they're, you know that they would if you took the time to educate them uh, that your business is generated uh, and built on referral. Now, normally, if you have a database of, of about 100 uh, clients uh, and associates, Andy, uh, normally this number is somewhere between 8 and 12%. Uh, it's been uh, the, the data over the years that uh, I've worked with it. Okay, so now, eight, eight to twelve, eight to twelve percent of your you know existing customers, satisfied customers, either have referred somebody to you or will if you educate them about what it is you want a referral for. Yes, and you're dead sure of that. Now, now the the second group are your bees, and and they're actually this is the hardest group to identify. So as you're going through this whole process. Uh, a lot of this, you're, you're kind of thumbnailing it, but your bees are those individuals that you're not sure, uh, you think might, that you're not sure if they would refer you, but uh, you do know them, you've got a relationship with them, but you just don't feel as strongly as you do with your A's. And so that group are bees, and, and ultimately our numbers, I mean, this is tens of thousands that have gone through this process, uh, normally comes out to about 17% of your database plus or minus. And and then the so rest, and so uh, the uncertainty about the bees comes from where? Well, here's the thing. Number one, they haven't referred you. Uh, you don't feel as close to them as you do with your A's because the A's are people that you know. Hey, I can call Andy up right now. We haven't talked about any reciprocity in terms of referrals, but we're tight. You know, he knows that I deliver excellence. I know that he's a rock star in what he does. And, and I just know if we sit down and we spend some time, we'll start uh, reciprocating some referrals. We'll, we'll help build each other's business. Mm-hmm. That's an A. Okay. The, the Bs are the people like, hey, I, I know Andy, you know, and we really haven't talked about this. And, and I don't know his, his approach to referrals and, and who he's working with. But, you know, he's a pro at what he does. And, and he understands that I am, too. So I think, I think. I'm not sure. I think if we spend some time and talk about how we can build each other's business or as a client, I think if if I sit down and I talk with, you know, Betty Lou and, and John, uh, who are the bought uh, our financial services are involved with us, I think that they would uh, recommend to refer me to someone else. Those are the bees. I'm just not as, as, as strong on them as I am. Okay. In my case. Okay. And then, the and then C's. Fi- finally, the C's, those are the people you just don't know. Those are the people that are in your database and and they know you by name, you know, you, because you've got permission that they they would pick the telephone up 
uh, and and say, hey, this is Tim. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, Tim, you're the author guy. You're the yeah. Hey, how you doing? Good. Those are just those people that you have a contact number. It's, it isn't something you downloaded and you're going to start communicating in mass. Those are people that you have permission to communicate with, and you're just not sure of it all. And that's the bulk of your database as you, you go through the process. Uh, so, so really, I mean, when you're talking about, I would, and maybe I misunderstood up front, is when you're talking about your database, you're not really not talking about just your database of customers. You're talking about people you know. They're on your list, sure. let's say. Right. Absolutely. Okay. The so database this- are your customers are your peers, your colleagues, uh, and people inside the community that uh, that you do know. And and so, yes, it's not only your clients. It's okay. the people that you're building relationships with. Got it. And so good point, good point. Now, you know, I got to unpack it more. We've got some other processes that come behind it and how we set those subgroups up with, with some other applications sure. we have so it's easier for you. But in general, uh, you know, for purposes of today, that that you know, is the overall, and I'll tell you what, uh, the people that, that grab this and, and understand how to communicate through it, now what happens uh, in the process is now we start setting a framework up on how a referral engine works. And so it, it, it's a, it really, it's part science, it's part art, and it's all about putting relationships first as, as we go through the process. Okay. What I want to do is I want to talk about that, that process. When we come back, we're going to take a short break with my guest today, Tim Templeton. We're talking about how to build a referral engine, a machine that drives your sales. And we'll be right back after this break. Hi, this is Andy. Connect and Sell is used by sales reps at nearly a thousand companies, including hundreds of technology startups and several Fortune 500 companies, to overcome the challenges of getting prospects on the phone. Companies using Connect and Sell grow their revenues faster by enabling their sales reps to have more sales conversations in 90 minutes than they could otherwise achieve in an entire week. Connect and Sell can be deployed directly to your sales reps, or you can take advantage of their outbound on-demand service, which delivers qualified prospect meetings scheduled directly on your sales reps' calendars. Visit connectandsell.com to learn more about how Connect and Sell can start filling your pipeline today. All right, we're back with our guest today, Tim Templeton, talking about building a sales engine using referrals as the, the engine that makes it all go. So you talked about you know, divvying up your database in a logical fashion, and A, Bs, and Cs we talked about. A's are being the the prize, the prize people, eight to ten percent of your database that either have or would refer you to someone. So, what's the process then to secure a referral? Well, this is this is the next step as as we're going through because you know I'll give you an example, like a, a great case study. I, I had a uh, fellow by the name of Michael Manning. Uh, he Manning and Associates is a top financial services firm. He came out to a talk that I, I gave on the book, and he was one of those hyper responders. You know, he was in the back. I was I was signing books, and he was like, "Man, this stuff's this is right on. This is exactly what I need." And and so I get a I get a call from him the following Monday. He said, "Read your book." He said, "You know, can we work together?" And I said, "Sure." So I came in, looked at his firm, and. Uh, we set them down these processes, and, and the third one was really important, in, and that I work with Michael, uh, and that is being able to edu- educate your clients on how you work, uh, and actually have them being able to incorporate that in the beginning of your presentations, the first time you meet, as you go. Again, not you know putting a dollar sign on your forehead, but always bringing value add. And, and as uh, I coach Michael and his team through the process. Uh, they, I mean, their their results were stellar in this. I mean, they moved their their average portfolio of a half a million dollars per client went up inside of six months to a million dollars per client because they number one started to educate their clients 
on their need and how they worked and referrals. But then at the same time, they also did the same process with their inner circle, those people who make money when they make money. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so we focused then on educating them as well and having some adult conversations, if you will, like with the uh, CPAs that they were, they were generating a lot of business for. But as then he checked into it, the reciprocity wasn't coming back. And so this whole education, uh, educational process is, first of all, understanding uh, just the philosophy. You're putting the, the relationship first, but then you're putting it in your presentation. You're putting it into words that work for you of really how your business works and some tangible proof along the way every quarter uh, that you are putting the relationship first. I mean, you could be, as they say, convicted in a court of law of being relational because there's some tangible proof. Yeah, uh, so so give process. me an example of, of so you're talking about, um, which I think is great, is you, know, you have to, what I see one of the big faults people make all the time when they go out and ask for referrals is, is this a, they say it's sort of top level, right? Can you, yeah, have right. you can refer me to a so saying, this is what we do. You know, this is how we do it. This is how we work with customers. This is the type of business we're looking for. So, how's that? How's that process work? In, in well, well, first of all, and what you just said, we, we should hit on that because that's our perfect client avatar, and that's outlined in the in the new book. And we'll talk about that. But let me just give you an example. Like, for instance, if uh, say, for instance, uh, I'm talking to you about financial services, and we just met, and and you're looking uh, to me, we, you were referred, and and so here's how it's approached. You know, Andy, uh, you know, as you understand, I've had an opportunity to talk about our services, what we do in, in the community. And as you know, uh, Ben had referred me to you. And, and so the process is, first off, I want you to know that I need to pay honor to Ben uh, and, and ultimately how you're treated. And this is what our service is all about. It's about putting relationships first. It's about bringing great value. But really, it's about the people that we work with. And so as we go through, if, if you know, we're the successful organization that you want to run with, and certainly hope, hope that we are, just want you to know that this personal relationship that's set up, not only will you and I be in touch, not only will you get my best efforts, uh, but as we go forward, uh, we'll build a relationship. And through a period of time, there will be an educational process uh, from our organization to you to continue to be able to lift your knowledge so that your investments and, and just your knowledge of what we do uh, continues to move forward. And, and here's the key. You know, as, as Ben had referred me to you, our whole business is run by referral. And uh, uh, so ultimately, as we go through this process, and if, and if you do want to go forward with us, you know, at that appropriate time when I've earned the right for your referral, Andy, uh, uh, you know, I'll come back and ask that, and, and we'll talk about that, who I should be talking to. But first, let's get started, and, and let's uh, uh, show you exactly what we can do for you. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. And so what I've just done is in this first initial meeting, and, and we have some other value adds. That's uh, an electronic referral directory uh, and some other uh, pieces and components that, that state that this is how we work. And there's value inside of our community because all these people that we'll refer you to, they're all vetted uh, and they're all part of the community. Uh, and, and so at the end of the day, there's great value to, uh, to you, there's great value to us uh, in working with people that we know. Does right. that make sense? Well, I think one of the things that you're, you're talking about here, which is distinct from, you know, I've read lots of books about referrals, how to do referral selling and so on, but 
one of the things you're talking about here that, that I think is distinct and unique is that you're talking about bringing the people that give the referral into a network, into a community. Mm-hmm. And I think that community, for people listening to this, that community, this is really an interesting thing for you to think about, is that you know your, your sources that you use for referrals are not just a sort of one and done type thing. Yes, thanks for that referral. But there's a reciprocity involved in it is that if you really want to make this effective is, you know, not only are you going to bring them value in terms of the product or service you sell to them, but, you know, there's some other referrals you might provide to your customer too. Yeah, you hit it. I'll, I'll tell you what you're talking about in terms of community. It is all about the community and the value. And, and at the end of the day, I mean, all of us, you know, want to be connected in the right community. And so uh, absolutely, you, you were all over it. Yeah, well, again, for people listening, it's, that's really important. You really need to think about that for a second because it's very different from how you normally think about referrals. You know, it's it's not a not a one and done. It's not one sided, and you have to really think about it as I'm building something that's that's more enduring, enduring, more lasting. Um, yeah, you know, and it, it's interesting what you say because ultimately, you know, we unpack this in the book and, and certainly coach this. It really is down to the lifetime value of the client, uh, and then understanding that you know as a lifetime value of a client uh, ultimately the people that they do know and and once someone is educated through that process and the community is built up uh, people become proactive on their own through that process once they're educated uh, and they have their radar up and they're looking for the exact types of people uh, and specifically those A's, you know, are looking for the exact types of people that you're interested to work with. I, I mean, I get a lot of people in pros and pros and, and different industries, Andy, that will come in and say, oh, you know, I, I, I don't need any I don't need any more referrals. I mean, I've already got a built out practice. I'm you know, this is it's way too much. And I always ask this question. I said, well, I understand. I mean, we all have bandwidth issues and going forward. But let me ask you a quick question. If I were able to show you a way to eliminate uh, a couple of uh, clients from the bottom 10% uh, of your your current book of business and replace them with uh, people that match the top 2%, would that be something you would be interested in and, and trying to figure out and accomplish? You know, of course, it's like, well, well, yeah, of course I would. And that's what this process is about. It's about an expected outcome of ultimately uh, generating pre-qualified, pre-endorsed uh, referrals, the type of referrals that you're interested in being introduced to. Well, and also, I think, again, for the audience that's listening, is that, you know, Tim has just redefined lifetime value of, of a customer. Whereas before, you would tend to think about it, especially in certain businesses I know on the tech side, that it's it's got a certain dollar sign attached to it that has to do with the product and services you sell to them. But really, the lifetime value of the customer, in those cases, doesn't account for the value of the contracts that clients that they refer to you. And so you really have to change your perspective about what lifetime value really means of that relationship. Yeah, absolutely. And, and and so ultimately, as you move through this process, 
you know, the, the next steps then become handy about how now I need to be scalable. So what are the processes that I do that are automated? Uh, what are the processes that I do that are personal? Uh, and so I and I was busy before, you know, I started looking at the referral lifetime and its process. Is this going to simplify my life or is it going to uh, uh, is it going to complicate it? And so our process is all about simplification. Of going through that, and so uh, we, you know, in our keep in touch, uh, in our uh, communication through consistency, both personal and professional, uh, there's there's great recommendations in how to do that, and then it drives up to the brand new uh, uh, chapter that I've added. I'm just over the top on this chapter, uh, and that's the chapter of social proof is a 24/7 uh, work for Salesforce, and and what I mean by this, Andy, is that. Ultimately, uh, what's happened over a period of time, uh, and, and I've had an opportunity to work with some of the best uh, in terms of social proof, uh, is that now if you reach in terms of testimonials, in terms of online reviews, if you, and, and, and data shows that uh, if you reach 25, I mean, that's the delta, that if you reach 25 positive reviews, Ultimately, the crowd starts acting like your A's. The crowd and your potential clients that are on your website and, and looking uh, at you, whether they're referred or however they meet you, the crowd starts generating referrals because those individuals actually trust the crowd more so most often than they do individuals that are using your business. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, and so what, what I do in this, this seventh chapter uh, is a lot of fun. It's based on Dr. Jeannie Holbert's work. I've worked with her over a number of years. Dr. Jeannie uh, uh, has her doctorate in social networking. Uh, she is an absolute genius when it comes to social proof. Uh, and what I've done, I, her and I have worked in some major companies uh, 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 implementing her services. Uh, I've now taken those five components of social proof, used her character, she's in the allegory now, uh, and unpacking it for how large and small companies can ultimately acquire social proof and then engage it so that they can start building uh, their business through this next component of referrals, and, and that's through this automated social proof process where the crowd starts referring you. And so that's the seventh chapter, and I'm, I'm really excited over it, and it's, it's just good stuff, and it, it's, it's very fresh. Yeah, well, cool. I think that would, could be worth a whole other episode for us to talk about. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, all right, so let's move to the last segment of the show, and before we give you a chance to tell people where to find out more about you, is I've got some standard questions I ask all my guests, and the, the first one is a hypothetical scenario I pose where you, Tim, have just been hired as a new sales leader at a company whose sales have flatlined, and they want to get unstuck in a hurry. CEO's really anxious for this to occur. So what two things could you do your first week on the job that could have the biggest impact well, well, the first thing after we go through the process of, of just one-on-one -on -one interviews and, and certainly looking at who's doing what uh, in terms of the data of what who's produced and, and how they've gone about it, the first thing that I want to do is, is uh, look at the data and then address the group and then speak individual with each uh, salesperson in terms of their uh, presentation, in terms of 
how they ask for referrals, how they build relationships, what is the process uh, that they go through in terms of, of moving people through the, their, their sales pipeline, and then ultimately getting down to that last touch process to be able to sit in front of someone and say, all right, Andy, you know, we've delivered uh, our, our product uh, in an excellent way, just like we talked about when we started the engagement 12 weeks ago. Now, you know, who else should I be talking to that, you know, uh, that can utilize our services? And so that the first thing I, I'm looking at that whole process is that that's number one as we go through. The second side of it is I'm going to look at each personality because what I, we do inside the, uh, my book is we talk about personalities. We've coached thousands and had personality profiles, and I've got a very simple process of being able to analyze each individual because we're not all relational. Uh, some of us are very businesslike as we go about our, our process is really being able to analyze uh, each individual and encouraging them to be more of who they are in the process. And, and the process is all about uh, making sure that everyone's in lockstep inside the organization. How we, how we present, uh, how we handle objections, how we educate, ultimately how we ask for the sale, and then how we go forward in the relationship. But we need to do that by being ourselves, finding our own authentic voices. So that's the, that's the second thing I talk about that certainly in the book about finding your authentic voice. So, uh, so all of our brand new staff, or our, our, I'm sorry, the, inside this company is their brand new sales manager. I'm encouraging them to be their authentic selves as long as they follow our process that works. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. So uh, I got some sort of shorter questions for you, probably shorter answers. So the first one is, is when you're selling, you, Tim, are out selling to your customers, what's your most powerful sales attribute? Well, it's my body of work. Uh, you know, ultimately, uh, when, I, when I work with individuals, you know, I always lead. I've, I've authored four books, and so, uh, and I do a fair amount of writing. And so I spend a lot of time in relationship and in advance before I, I sit down with someone they already know uh, who I who I am and where I've been, so it's it's my body of work. And for all the listeners, it's your body of work. And how do you present that in such a way uh, that it's not bragging? Uh, it's really educational. Uh, so individuals that would engage my services are uh, making an educated decision uh, and have already been educated before I've I've sat in the room. Okay, who's your sales role model? Well, my sales role model, uh, you would have to go back to a fellow by the name of John Owens. Uh, and John Owens was a fellow that I worked on very early. Uh, he was a land sales uh, 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 manager back in the back, way back in the day. There was a company called Boise Cascade. Sure. Uh, John handled Boise, all Boise Cascade's uh, salespeople across the state. Uh, literally hundreds and hundreds of them for every recreational development that went on through Boise Cascade. John Owens, now get this, started out selling door-to-door with Zig Ziglar. Wow. <laughs> and, and John looked, he's from the South, and John would look at me and smile, that, that, that smile, and he'd say, oh, Zig couldn't close a bathroom door. That's why he went into sales training. <laughs> well, he, was, he was selling cookware, right? <laughs> they were selling cookware. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I interviewed, I interviewed, well, you know, I don't, do you know uh, Dr. Tony Alessandro, who's also San Diego-based? I, I don't know of him. I don't know him. Yeah, he was, he was selling that at the same time as Zig Ziglar. 
that's that's incredible. So Jen Owens, you know, he taught me a lot about sales going uh, through the process. So he, he's my role model. He, he really, he had it down. He's a great sales manager and really understood uh, the whole psychology of selling. Okay. So besides your own books, what's one book every salesperson should read? Well, I'll tell you that it's, I've got a couple of great favorites because I read a lot. Uh, number one, uh, if, if you haven't read, this is a little deep, but it, it's great. It's an easy read. If you haven't read Flow by Michele Csikszentmihalyi, you got to read that book. Uh, and and, and it's, it's a book about really uh, living uh, and designing your life so that you are in the flow of your great attributes. As, as Dan Sullivan from the Strategic Coach uh, calls it, your unique abilities. And what uh, Michele Csikszentmihalyi uh, unpacks in this book is how to set your life up to do that. And every thought leader uh, that is on this planet, if you check their top 10 uh, uh, books that they recommend, uh, Flow is right up at the top of that. So I, I highly recommend Flow. Okay. Uh, what music's on your playlist right now? What are you listening to? Well, you know, I listen, I, I am uh, on the uh, backside of uh, uh, baby boom years, so I am a Bob Seger fan. When I sit down and have a glass of wine and want to look out at the sunset, you know, I've got Bob Seger playing. But I'm also like, Bob like, Seger Live, that's a great yeah, album. Bob Seger. Absolutely, but I love classical in the morning. Uh, I love jazz at dinner, but uh, at the end of the day, if I... I want to get reflective and, and listen to I mean, listen to the guy. He's a great wordsmith. Listen to listen to words as, as songs about life. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I grew up in the West. Every time I hear night moves, it always makes me think of growing up in the Midwest <laughs> and being on dates with my girlfriend. Um, so last question for you, then. What's the question you get asked most frequently by salespeople? Well, the, the question I get, because I, I've, I've authored a number of books, is, is really, you know, you know, what's it take to author a book, you know, in terms of go through? I mean, how, how's that work for you? And so I get asked that a lot. Uh, but I also, for sales side, is, you know, and this is interesting because as a trainer, you know this going through the process, is we always get right down to the tarmac when we're talking about great philosophies and all that and, and they ask, you know, how did you ask for that referral again? Specifically, what did you say? And so that is a common question I get uh, when training and talking and, and training salespeople about uh, generating referrals. They want the silver bullet. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, there's no, no one answer for that question. <laughs> so, well, good. Well, Tim, I want to thank you for joining me today and tell people how they can find out more about you. And I think you have a special offer for people. Oh, as well. I do. I, I've, I've twisted my, my publisher's arm on this, Andy, and I wanted to make it uh, available through you. Uh, through your show notes, is that uh, my publisher, Barrett Kohler, has agreed uh, for your listeners to actually get a, a free chapter of our brand new uh, Referral of a Lifetime Revised uh, and Expanded. And we've chosen Chapter 7, all about social proof. And so uh, it, it's very easy to get the chapter. Uh, it's a text. It's short-coded. So go to 5 5 and uh, enter ROLE, R-O-A-L-7. Uh, that's referral of a lifetime role, R-O-A-L-7, and it's 5885, and you can find that on your show notes. And appreciation to you, uh, this great show, and uh, thanks to my publisher. I want to make this chapter available. And I want you to go through that. Uh, you, you download that. You'll have all my contact information as well. Okay. Well, great. Well, Tim, thank you very much again. Great, Andy. Thanks so much.
And remember, friends, make it a part of your day every day to deliberately learn something new to help you accelerate your success. And an easy way to do that is to make this podcast accelerate a part of your daily routine, whether on your commute, in the gym, or maybe at your morning sales huddle, because then you'll make sure you don't miss any of my conversations with top business experts like my guest today, Tim Templeton, who shared his expertise about how to accelerate the growth of your business. So thanks for joining us. Until next time, this is Andy Paul. Good selling, everyone. Thanks for listening to the show. If you like what you heard and want to make sure you don't miss any upcoming episodes, please subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or Stitcher.com. For more information about today's guest, visit my website at andypaul.com. Hey, sales strategists. At Revenue.io, we're not just imagining the future of sales. We're building it. We offer the world's most complete platform for revenue teams, and we're featured in the most recent Forrester Waves for both sales engagement and conversation intelligence. With Revenue.io, you can slash call prep time to seconds, guide your reps in real time to have more successful conversations, and after calls, we generate ready-to-send recap emails so sellers can keep deals soaring toward the finish line at light speed. See the future of sales now at Revenue.io.